Today is January the 23rd of 2022. Today's episode is number 76, entitled, What Should You Be Paying for Your Handyman Services? If For the ones that don't know me, my name is William. I'm representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D-class communities. I want to thank everyone from across the globe for tuning in. Um, please share this podcast. Please communicate back and forth, uh, you know, through Anchor.fm or through um, Facebook at WAG Realty LLC. And again, W-A-G Realty LLC. Um, and for the ones that don't know this podcast or for the ones that do know it but have not yet or want to continue to uh, donate to the cause. And the cause is basically I fix rental properties up and I try to keep them affordable. So to allow me to, you know, try to battle, um, you know, increasing the population or, you know, in um, the homeless shelters and uh, battle increasing people having to live uh, with one another or live in bad situations or live in cheaper, you know, cheaper than what I even offer uh, rental properties saying, you know, two or a hundred, one hundred to two hundred, three hundred dollars a month. My rental properties are a little bit more, say five, six hundred dollars a month. But typically, if you're renting a place for one, two, three hundred dollars a month, what happens is the landlord can't afford to keep uh, to take care of them. So I'm not trying to become rich off of every rental property, but I am giving them something that's a little bit better than just livable. And I do take care of them, uh, you know, so I'm this podcast is hopefully to inspire others to do the same. This podcast is hopefully uh, to, will inspire you, the ones that can't right now invest in rental property, to, you know, donate to Anchor.fm on Stripe. Donate to um, my cash app, which is the dollar sign WAG Realty LLC. And again, it's WAG Realty LLC. If you want to see some of the work that I do, you can go and check on YouTube. And I have a YouTube channel called uh, WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. And again, it's WAG, W-A-G, Realty of uh, LLC of North Carolina. And if you want to give to my GoFundMe, which is called Keeping Rentals Affordable. All right. So now that we got through that, I want to talk to you about what to what you should be paying, what you should expect to pay, uh, possibly in price ranges dealing with uh, handymen. Because sometimes, just being realistic, the uh, these these companies, they hire uh, handymen to do the work. So, they, so there's a lot of workers that are not licensed uh, that do the work that these companies uh, bring out to your jobs or to your homes. And they charge you, say the job is $1,000, those handymen may get paid 200 uh, And the handymen are insured through that company. But... Uh, if you hire the handyman, it be, it should be a little cheaper. So let me jump into it. So one of the biggest headaches is uh, when it comes to fixing up a rental uh, property or doing renovations is to find a handyman that does a good job and can be trusted while you're not there when they're doing the work. Based off the study from Home Guide and some of the things I have experienced myself, uh, handyman should uh, their rate should be uh, anywhere from uh, $50 to $80 an hour. I know some people may think that's a little high. Um, you know, if you're able to find, I know some of my um, relatives in the past when they said they were doing 
um, handyman work, yeah, not really handyman work, but hiring handyman, they would, they would pay him 80 to a hundred dollars a day. Things are different. And what happens is now you are battling against the internet. Everyone has an internet with, you know, with them at all times, which is their cell phone. And what they do is now they find, and it's almost like they band together, but I, I know they didn't, but people just got smarter throughout the, out the years. What happens is they go to the internet and they see what other people charge. And uh, and so what happens is, you know, the internet's brought us all closer. So people are not charging a hundred dollars uh, a day flat rate, one hundred and fifty. They they charging per hour. Some of them do charge a flat rate, and it might even be cheaper than just paying by the hour. So if you're able to work that out, great. But just in case you're not, uh, you know, this is these are quality, skilled handymen that basically they have their own tools. They are the ones that you don't have to pick up and take to the job. They have their own transportation. Hopefully. Um, and so there are, there are apps out there and there's websites that you can check to, um, you know, define these handymen. Uh, I won't mention them because these apps are not paying me. But uh, this is some of the uh, reviews that can be. And basically what happens is when you listen to or not even really when you listen, but when you go and uh, click on some of the apps, you some of the reviews are hard to, to be trusted. Uh, uh, so basically, you know, you go to Google, you go to all these other websites and these people could have made their own reviews. They could have paid family members or had, you know, done one good job and had two people leave uh, a review. So it kind of boosts them up, you know, make them a five or four star when they should be maybe a two or a three. So corporate handyman, um, they charge a rate between 75 to $125 an hour. Uh, and like I said, you know, the corporations are going to have. Uh, those same handyman, someone's not licensed to come in, and so you know, you're you're saving a little bit money, a little bit more money finding these these hand, <clears throat> excuse me, these handyman. Um, and for the ones that don't know, please excuse me, I'm uh, still battling COVID. Hopefully, in a couple of days, I'll be over it. Uh, it's like day six or seven, but hopefully, I'm I'm a, you're able to understand me. So, most of these workers won't have a license. And you can ask, you know, if you see them working for the company, you can ask, uh, are they willing to moonlight for you? And what? And so if someone moonlight, that's basically them working after hours and they may work at a cheaper rate. But what happens is the downside is it may take longer for them to do the job because, um, you know, they have to work a regular uh, job. They have to work at a regular um, eight to nine, maybe five or six hour shift. Maybe they work five days out the week or maybe they on call. So, you know, it may take them a little bit. They have to do it, you know, after they get off work. But it will, if they're willing to do it, it will save you some money. But one thing you want to also know is you want to know your state laws. So before you get into um, hiring someone, uh, you have to think about, you know, also buying the material. Uh, that will save you 20 to 50% on the cost of labor, because some, some of these uh, handymen, uh, they're going to charge you for having to pick up the material. So if you get you buy enough material, one of the, the stores or if you have your own truck, they can deliver it. But to get back to the state laws, if you go to hire someone and you have to pay them over, it's anywhere from five to $10,000. But I know in my state of North Carolina, um, you have to issue a 1099 to anyone that you pay over. $600 to per year. So it's not just so you may have someone do the job um, one time. It may be $300. 
they come back and they do another job for $400. No, it didn't reach the five to $600 limit. But what happens is over the course of that year, you pay them $700. So that's it, more than the five and the $600 limit. So, you know, you want to make sure that they, if they're a legit person, they're not trying to hide, uh, they should be willing to sign a 1099. If they are trying to hide, see, you know, and not wanting to pay it, see if they can go down on their price. You know, it's like I say, it's the art of negotiation. But you want to, you know, make sure that you do file it on your taxes because it's in your uh, benefit. So if they don't want to give do a 1099 and you ask them, they already know that you're going to have to file it for your taxes. Uh, if you're smart, you'll do it. I mean, you know, that's that's like I said, that's up to you. Um, also, you're going to find some handyman that's going to say, well, my my salt broke, my generator broke. If you get it for me, if you buy me one, I knock off the price. That's some of the things you got to battle dealing with handyman versus a corporation. Um, this is up to you, your comfort level on doing this. Well, if I was to do it, and I have in the past, if I was to do it, well, all right, I, if I buy you this tool, that's cool. Then the tool is coming home with me, all right, um, until you finish this job. Because I've had it, cause, I mean, you don't have a relationship with this handyman, uh, you know, and this is some of the things that you all can let the handyman know before you even get, you know, getting this interaction with them. Just say, well, hey, uh, if I, anything that I have to buy from a cord to a, uh, whatever, to a hammer is mine until you finish the job. Um, and then at the end, I give it to you. Because what happens is some of these handymen, they work on your house. If you had a total renovation, they're going to skip out some days. They're going to pretend like they're sick. They're going to go somewhere else and do some work where they can make that quick money. Where, you know, you, you may pay them. And for most handymen, uh, if I haven't done it, if you haven't worked for me before, you know, some of them, they say, well, I don't know if you're going to cheat me out of my money. You know, and you say to them, well, I don't know if, uh, I mean, you might not say it, but you think in your head, I don't know if you're going to cheat me out of this job. And some, I don't pay up front. I pay after they finish the job. And then the others, I pay no more. I pay in the range of 15 to 20 percent uh, down payment. So you figure out what the job is going to be uh, and figure this out beforehand. Don't just be like, oh, well, you do the work. And they say, yeah, I do it. And because uh, I've had some expect 50 percent before they start. And it's like, well, not doing that at all. Um, and some people, uh, you know, they when, before they get done, they start asking for the money. You don't get your money until you're done. All right. Uh, so that's some of the things to, you know, to think about. And I mean, some of the worries. But like I say, it's some of the headaches you got to deal with. But it's part of, you know, doing this business, saving money um, and, you know, and just trying to get the job done. Everybody, everybody has to go through these, you know, these little headaches. I mean, that's just something that you have to do. I know some people are saying, well, I'd rather go through the company. I promise you, by the time you say, um, you know, you, you fix a sink, companies are going to charge you some craziness. Three hundred fifty to five hundred dollars, and the handyman would have just charged you um, one hundred and seventy-five, if that. So I mean, it's just some things you gotta gotta be careful on. All right. Um, and then all right. So the next, the price of painters. So the paint um, interior is basically it depends on the, the size of the room, but we'll say like a, a size of a room that is a a ten by twelve. You're looking anywhere from three hundred to eight hundred dollars. All right. And I mean, I know it's a vast difference, but that's, you know, you're trying to you find your comfort zone. All right. Um, painters are going to charge anywhere from 20 to 50 dollars an hour or a dollar to six dollars per 
uh, a foot, all right, uh, per a square foot. So that's what they're going to charge you. Uh, if you have a room that's like a 14 by 16, it's 700 to $1,300. All right, uh, bathrooms would be anywhere, bathrooms and kitchens. And this depends on the size. Also, it would be anywhere from 150 to $600. Exterior, exterior uh, painting will charge you um, around, will cost you around twenty six dollars to $5,700 um, to do the exterior painting. And so one thing is not including is if it has to be like a second coat. Some of them already charge you possibly for a second coat. Um, some may not. It depends uh, on what type of paint you're getting. Uh, how the other paint that's already on there, if it's already painted, um, you know, so it's some of the things to think about. And like I say, it's not that you saying that you have to get a handyman. Some things you can do on your own. Um, some may charge you. Uh, and then it also depends on if it's the trim or stuff like that. So, uh, you know, some charge you a little bit more uh, for do, being a little bit more fine detailed on, you know, depending on what the trim is or what they're, they're what they call cutting in. Um, and so, like I say, for the material, if, you know, someone's charging you the high end, then you should, you should ask them. All right. So, you know, especially if they hand them in, so you got your own tape. Some of them are like, well, that's not, the, the tape is not included. Um, the plastic for, uh, and the tape for blocking off the doorways or the, uh, the windows is not included. Then you got to tell them, hey, you got to come down with your price. All right. Like I said, all this money is going to be tax-free to them anyway. Uh, and it's cash, so they can report it, or they can report some of it. It's up to, I'm not telling anyone to cheat the government. I'm just telling you what they're going to do. All right. Um, and some sometimes with exterior paint, it depending on what you're painting, it may take more. Uh, you know, you're painting bricks or um, cinder block, it may take a little bit more paint. Just being, you know, just being honest with you. And then especially if someone has to paint the exterior, say if you're painting wood, paint the exterior of the house and then maybe put a coat, a seal coat over it, you know, or you're painting a deck or something like that. Roofing costs. So a roof may cost anywhere from, say, $5,500 to $12,500. And that's with, you know, a handyman or a company. Uh, companies are going to be on the higher end, I say for sure, $8,000 um, to $2,200. Uh, well, for, well, eight thousand to twelve thousand five hundred. Now, uh, Angie's list. And I know things have gotten, and I know I didn't mention other websites, but uh, on Angie's, I sorry, uh, mentioned it. They say it's going to be anywhere from eighty seven hundred to twenty two thousand. And I know most of that is going to depend on the rise, uh, what they call the run and rise, uh, rise and slope of a roof, whatever it may be called. So basically, it depends on the pitch. So if your house has a lot of A frames on it. Uh, if your house is kind of steep, it's going to cost more money. Um, where there's more danger, there's more cost. All right? um, and so it really doesn't really matter about the material, um, at least in the state of North Carolina, I say, because of, uh, you know, you got tin, you got metal roofs, you have three tab, and you have architectural uh, roofs. That should cost the same amount. Uh, not in material, but for them to put down. All right, some people would try to charge more uh, when you have a, a nicer material. Maybe you go with metal. People say, oh, I got to charge more. Or you go with uh, three tab, uh, yeah, uh, architectural shingles. Uh, but it's the same, three tabs, architectural shingles, it's the same process. The material costs more for, uh, for architectural shingles, 
Um, so they tried to say, well, uh, materials more. And the people do this with floor, even the, the companies. They say, well, the flooring is 5 or $6. I'm had to charge uh, 4 to $6 to put the flooring down. If they're cheaper flooring, they put it down for 2 to 3 uh, So, but, it, but it's the same process. So, I mean, like I say, they just see, well, you have more money for the material, you should have more money to pay me. You just have to be careful. You have to be wise. Um, when it comes to tin and metal, they all put down the same way. Um, it's a little harder to cut uh, the metal than is the tin. But like I say, these cuts can, can be made on site. Um, someone, a company will probably already have it, have it measured out and pre, uh, pre-done, like by computers and stuff like that. And they charge you a little bit more doing that. But, um, you know, a handyman shouldn't. Now, when it comes to uh, roofing, what I've experienced in the past, if I do get a handyman, if they have a small team or no team uh, at all, it should probably run you um, about $2,300 to, uh, and, and it depends on the size of the house also. So it should probably run you anywhere from $2,300 to, I say, um, it shouldn't run $4,000, but it might. Um, but like I say, they they get up there, especially if they, then if they need your help, they should most definitely be cheaper. I know some, you know, to speed up the process, being on the hot roof. Uh, trust me, they, you know, if you're around, they're probably going to ask you for some, some type of help. Um, but like I say, make sure the price doesn't fluctuate, doesn't change. That That is the price. All right. 23. If you have to write a, a receipt, do that, uh, especially if they don't want to, if they don't have the money to write out one um, themselves. Uh, they don't want to write out one just, you know, because they don't want to get caught for paperwork or whatever. But just say, uh, I need this sign before we start. And they're not going to let that get in the way of their money. Trust me. Uh, and so the last thing, the best practices as far as like finding a handyman would be not necessarily searching on an app or a website. All right. So the best thing to actually do is to, to drive around, go to these jobs. Uh, and see their work. Ask them how much they they charge. Go or find someone that's you know just by just um, networking, talking to someone. See what they uh, what they charge or what they not really charge, but what they pay in their in their area. All right. Some of the handymen actually, and I've seen this before and talked to handymen. They actually charge people that they think have more money. They charge them more money. All right, so they may be willing to, to cut the price for you. Well, they may know someone that has 35 houses. They don't cut them no slack. They're they going to charge, um, you know, they may charge $300 a day. I heard a man say, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I went to go work for this guy, and I, and I charge him $300 a day, and he pay it. That's not me. Um, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm paying you, I'm most definitely, if I'm paying you anywhere close to that, you got to do a lot of work and I'm at the be there to see what you're doing. I'm not going to take it like, you know, I come on Friday or Saturday, check on you. I'm paying your type of money. I'm coming pretty often to check on you. You know, there's other some other people don't mind three, four, five hundred dollars a day. They just want the work done and they may not ever come and check on the person. All right? I'm not doing that. I'm going to check on you almost every day. All right. And that's what you got to do when you're a small mom and pop business, all right? You got to stay on top of it. You got to actually know what stuff, is, you know, what it's looked like, what it should look like. Um, 
And today it's not really about pulling permits. That's a whole nother beast. We'll talk about that on another podcast. But it's about, you know, trying to find handyman to get the job done, what they should be charging. So you can kind of scale out what you should be paying someone um, in a day. And like I said, I didn't break down um, everything into detail, but this kind of gives you a, a starting point, a starting base. Um, if you, you know, if you want to start there. And another thing you can do is I'm not saying that they'll probably do it, but if you go, if you want to save even more money, learn how to do this stuff yourself. If you want to go to a trade school for a little while, or even if you want to go to someone's job site and just be a little apprentice on, on site. So you know, all right, well, I don't want to keep paying this guy $300. I want to save some money. I may have him drywall our mud. I may have him um, put down the drywall and the flooring and stuff, but I may do the, the trim. Anywhere where you can save money, do that. Learn how to put down, learn how to put down siding, stuff like that. Uh, even if you put the siding down where you don't have to get on the ladder and you have uh, your handyman finish out the rest, that saves you money. All right. Um, so if you go to these job sites, you're able to talk to the handyman, you're able to talk to some of these uh, other investors. It probably would you know, be great to, to, excuse me, to do so. Find out um, you know, the, the little tricks of the trade. All right? And so like I say, if, um, if you want to help out with you know, what I'm doing, trying to keep these rentals affordable, you can please donate any amount. Uh, is, I'm grateful for it. So you want to give it to me. On Cash App, which is Wag Realty LLC, you can. On uh, Stripe, which is on Anchor.fm, uh, everything would be, you know, much appreciated. All right. Um, if you have any tips, if you want to get started, if you want to try to find a rental uh, in certain areas, you want to know what questions to ask, uh, how I find these properties, um, where I go, maybe possibly where I would go uh, to possibly find a loan. Um, what I do to, you know, ask people for hard money, whatever it may be, you can contact me, uh, ask me, you know, send me that question. I'll try to put it in the next podcast or I will hit you up directly. All right. Until next time, I appreciate everyone. Y'all, y'all take care and be safe.